people are very enthusiastic about the elections in Ghana right now. Mm. There are many other countries that have just had elections and are having elections and we haven't heard anything mm. about it. Hey, wonderful people. Uh, you're now tuned in to the sound of Accra. Give yourself a pat on the back because you've made it to the end of 2020 by the good grace of God. This is the show, if this is your first time listening, where we chat with colourful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background, all with a special interest into Accra or Ghana, bringing you one step closer to Accra, wherever you are. Uh, this week, I welcome a good friend of mine, who I went to university with, by, and he goes by the name of James Mercer. Uh, he is a fellow creative, and he's also the founder of Ghana Collective, which is a Ghanaian community established to uh, bring together Ghanaians, like-minded Ghanaians from across the world. And he's also a marketing professional. In this episode, we're going to explore his thoughts and feelings and perspectives and his, and his living experiences in Ghana and why he feels so strongly about Ghana and different trends and topics that are going on such as Ghana elections, Ghana politics and Ghana schools and so on and so forth. Uh, if you want the show notes from this episode, please head over to thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash James. That's thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash James. Or visit the website thesoundofacrowd.com, smash the show notes button, and you can get all of the show notes, key links, references, and free resources from today's show. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. I must just let you know that the audio quality isn't at the best because when we recorded this at the studio we unfortunately uh went through a power cut which ruins the original audio so we're left with the audio from the second camera that we're using to to record to the actual episode but just to let you know that there is a part two to this series so the part two is in the crystal clear studio quality audio so you'd only have to bear this for one episode so i do apologize this enjoy the episode catch you later take care all right, all right. So, greetings, Earthlings. Uh, you're now tuned in to the sound of a craft, and you already know this is the show where we chat with colorful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background or special interest, bringing you one step closer to a craft. The guest I have for you today goes by the name of James Mercer. Ah, ah. James Mercer <laughs> is one of my dudes. I've known this guy for such a while. Uh, just a little bit of background of James. Uh, he's a Ghanaian, straight out of South London, born in the UK, right? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, so you, so you lived your whole life, apart from five years, in in uh, in London. Um, and uh, I actually know James from university. Funny yeah. enough, he was one of the first few first few people I met at university, if not the first person. No, no, first. First, yeah. yeah first. Mad. Yeah, and I think there was a website, right? Called, yeah. um, was it called You Go Further or something? I don't even remember. I remember there was a website. I don't called... remember what the name was, but I remember <laughs> I spoke to you. Like, this guy's gone in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. You were excited. I was talking to you I, about that all the time. I was excited, man. I was just yeah. excited because I'd never experienced anything like uni before, before, um, before then. But yeah, James was the first person I met at university. Um, you know, I met him and then, yeah, I guess we kind of like, uh, you know, I was in and out of his life at university. But anyway, um, you know, how many years later, we're still here and we were still cool, which is, wow. which is good. 15 years. 15 years. Has it been that long? When did we start? Yeah. 2008? No, it's not 15 years actually. No, but it's about it's 12 years. 12 years. 
okay. that's still 12, 15, 12, 15 years. Still crazy. Now I mean, like it's twelve years, but it's still, <laughs> still like it still feels like fifteen. But still, it's yeah. still, it's still crazy. It's still crazy. Yeah. So about twelve years, I'm twelve years ago. I met this guy, and now you know we're now doing podcasts, which is great. But yeah, James Mercer, he's a, he's a top guy. Do not be uh, deceived. This guy is an intelligent, young, intelligent young man. Um, so he went to school in Cape Coast. He went to Infanta Bim. Infanta Bim. Ah, so you know, just like my brother here, you know, I've also gone to school in Ghana, so he knows what it is. Um, so, <laughs> so he went to a school named Vance Pim, you know, straight out of Cape Coast. If you don't know Vance Pim, guys, very famous senior secondary school in Ghana, and uh, uh, his alumni. So, Kofi got Kofi Annan, Kofi mm. Busia, Arthur Watton, William Oforiata. Uh, I can't pronounce the rest actually. You pronounce that for me? Satsu. How do you pronounce that? You know, do you know the you know the rapper Manifest? <sighs> Vaguely. Yeah, that's his father. Like, no. He went to offense him as well. Yeah, no yeah. Way. And his father was like, um, he's he's just he's involved in like the government and that sort of stuff. Mm. Mm. There's an interesting story about that, but I don't really know okay. that. I, well, I know it, but I don't know it like that. So <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. gonna let everybody do their own research and find out for themselves on that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So I mean, that is a show-stopping list of uh, yeah, coffee. He's a coffee Allen, right? yeah. Rest and rest. Of, he, he's 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 gone, right? Rest yeah. in peace, man, 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 man. And then Casey Hayford as well. Uh, Majid Mikel, and so, so actor, many others. An actor, right he's an actor. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Oh yeah, he is. He is Casey Hayford. Yeah, he's an actor, right? Mm. And then um, Casey Hayford. No, not um, Casey Hayford. Sorry, um, Magic. Ma- Magic. Yeah. Casey Hayford. Like Casey Hayford did something else. I think he was like a historian, right? No, that's his. That's his great grandson. Is it? Yeah. No, nah, I think so. The actual cool. original Casey Hayford. Mm. I can't remember what he did, but he's like someone that's very important for Ghana. Like, yeah, he did something very important. I remember. I remember learning about him that when yeah. I was when I was in school in Ghana. Mm. Yeah, he did something quite profound. But yeah, um, so James has been to a very prominent school. So obviously he's not a, uh, you know, a typical black man. He's an educated black man, which is important in this day and age. <laughs> and um, yeah. Thank um, you very much. And he didn't go to his traditional family school, which is Adisador College. Yeah. Um, Adisador College. I'm trying to remember whether it is. That's in, I think that's in uh, Kingsley as well. Yeah, it's that yeah. black and white one. Shout out to, yeah, shout out to Kingsley. I think he went to the he went yeah. to uh, Adisador College. That's my uh, my neighbour in Ghana. Shout out to Kingsley. Okay. Okay. And um, that, that school is yeah, like if someone has my surname, they would usually go to Adisador College. Mm. So that is 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 it's something that is just done in my family my dad didn't go there but like pretty much all of his brothers went there okay and my brother went there too okay so they all kind of your family kind of followed the kind of Cape Coast um schooling kind of because Cape Cape Coast is known I mean let's let's be let's face it James Cape Coast is known for its uh education education yeah yeah because Wesley Wesley Girl High School Mm -hmm. Fancy Pim Disabilities well, so I'm sure there's others there as yeah. well. Yeah, Holy Co. I'm um, sorry, Holy Holy Child. Holy Child. An <laughs> age, <laughs> you know. Holy Child. Um, and um, ah, oh, no, my cousin's gonna cast me if I don't say this. Um, Saint Augustine's. Saint Augustine's. Yeah, that's the Catholic school. Uh huh. So, the Fancy Pym is a Methodist school. Mm-hmm. And the Saddle is a Anglican school. Yeah. Saint Augustine's is a Catholic school. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Then, um, uh, when it comes to the girls, mm. um, it's a fancy man. 
which is man. not exactly in Cape Coast, but it's near Cape Coast, but it seems like a Cape Coast school. Mm. And if Fancy Man is the like, Anglican school, mm. um, Holy Child is the Catholic school. Catholic school. And Wesley Girls mm-hmm. is the Methodist school. Methodist school? Yeah. Wow. So Wesley Girls is like the girls' school for Fancy Man. Mm. So if we'll do anything with girls' school, we'll do it with Wesley Girls. <laughs> and I, you see the Wesley girls, girls there, and everyone's just like uh, excited. <laughs> how old? How old were you? Roughly? When you, when you do you remember how old you were when you, when you were um yeah. fancy pimp? You must have been yeah. like wait, 14, was, 13, 14? Yeah, I was yeah. thirteen. I was the youngest there. Like, yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you want? Let's face it. I mean, I've even finished the introduction, but yeah. anyway, I'm we're gonna go with the flow. Here. Let's go. Did you did you did you actually want to go to senior secondary school in Ghana? Because so, I when I finished yeah. Morningstar in Accra, right, yeah. cantonments. I wanted to. I wanted out. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm essing out back to London. This was 2004, because at that time, obviously Ghana was at a certain point. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't what it is now, but yeah. um, I didn't appreciate it as much. Yeah. I just wanted to go back to London. I was like, I had enough. Three years. I'm out. I didn't finish. You didn't finish. Nah. Yeah. Charlie, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, did, I wanted to come home. I wanted to come home. Like, um, mm-hmm. only on hindsight that. I feel the comfort. Like, there's probably times in my life whereby I didn't have a, such a great relationship with Ghana at all. Mm. Like, in all honesty. Same, like, uh, yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean, there's a lot of people that actually. It's that funny. It's funny in. how it's funny how the, the how the tides have have turned, doesn't it? It's true. Um, maybe it's a thing of like you think you know. Yeah, I've spent so much time in that country, and that to the point where that country became something that was a day-to-day for me. Mm. So it's the only other country other than this country that has yeah. been a day-to-day for me. So therefore, I just, I feel some kind of tie towards it anyway, especially when things are getting stressful here. I feel like, you know what, like there is, and there's also a sense of freedom that you feel in Ghana that you, I don't think it's possible to feel here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So an interesting story is that I remember when I first, well, just seeing my parents in Ghana, like seeing the way they behave in Ghana, they mm-hmm. behave completely differently to the way they behave here, because you know that's where they were children. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that childness can come out if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, they just worked all the time and just stressed. Do you know what wow. I mean? It's just all the time. But wow. out there, like they're different. So, for example, like. I feel like in Ghana, the way that you know, when you're here, you have to you have the pressure of being you have to live up to something. You know, like you're, you're say I'm a black male, yeah. Mm-hmm. So black male in um, South London, yeah. Um, you need to come. I'm not saying you, like in a sense that if you don't look after yourself, it's dangerous. Do you get what I mean? If you yeah. don't come across in a certain way and make sure you're looking after yourself, yeah, you mm. can become a victim. Mm. Whereas in Ghana, like, a person can truly be themselves. You know, like, it could yeah. be anything. So if someone's, someone's goofy, they can be goofy in yeah. Ghana, and it's just goofy, it's funny, you know? Yeah. Someone wants to be a nerd, they can go out there and be a nerd. Yeah. Someone wants to be um, a fool, buffoon, and go out there and be a buffoon. Yeah. And... I just feel like things there just aren't, when people talk, things aren't taken as personally, like you can just discuss things and just move on. Mm-hmm. Like um, an instance that I was, I was talking about when I got there, mm-hmm. like when I'm driving in the UK, 
yeah. someone just goes near my car, yeah. I feel anger for at least a couple hours after this happened. It's like, oh, like a near miss. But then you get to Ghana and you see the roads and it's just chaos. Yeah, yeah it's chaos. <laughs> someone, will, yeah, someone will chip a car. Someone will be, they'll be angry for like five seconds. And after that, they just get over it quickly. quickly yeah. So quickly. And it's just like, they just carry on being the same person they were before chatting. And it's yeah. like, uh, like, you can't worry and stress yourself about these things. Yeah, and it's more stress free. Yeah, and it's more stress free. I don't think people, I don't think people understand it until they're there. Mm-hmm. Like you don't understand how stress free it actually, just the culture and how things are, until you're actually there. Because it's like a whole weight comes off your shoulders. Even when I was young and mm-hmm. at that age, yeah. I like I, I wouldn't even say I had the best experience when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I had a good experience in school. But my whole experience of Ghana, actually, no, I had some good experiences in Ghana, but there were some experiences that weren't great. Mm. I still felt a huge weight off my shoulders as I walked into the country and just being around there. A weight that I probably the last time I felt off my shoulders was the last time I went there. <laughs> so it's, yeah. I mean, that's Ghana for you, isn't it? I mean, it's just freedom, isn't it? Freedom and justice is the, uh, you know, the, 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 the country motto, isn't it? Or yeah. the country slogan, what, what, what have you. And that's what you hear people say all the time. That's Ghana for you. Yeah. They just say that every single time. Like, no matter what happens, they say, oh, that's Ghana yeah. for you. I can go out. So, I mean, I love Ghana. I mean, I can walk outside my house and just, like, wear any, anything, yeah. you know what I mean, and not feel a thing. Yeah, and I have to feel like I'm. I have to dress at certain standards mm-hmm. just to step outside. I can dress however I want. I didn't even get to that. I didn't <laughs> even get to that. That's another thing as well. Yeah. Like, even okay, dress at a certain standard. That's one thing. You can dress however you want and just go to the shop and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But also the comfort in how you can dress, like wearing shorts mm-hmm. and t-shirts and. Sandals, not all slip little sliders if you want, you know, yeah. or chalewate if you want to chalewate, <laughs> you know, like just that's wearing it. it just to go around, that's and it. it's just so comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Comfortable, like you can, you can just sit down outside. Yeah. Like, sometimes in here, you, like in this country, you spend a lot of time indoors. You do, yeah, because like, of the way it is. We don't have the massive compounds. We don't have like all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, it's not, even just that, like, even down to the that. Sorry about that. The compounds and the, not even just the compounds. It's just the fact that it's just cold sometimes, mm. and it's just that like, it might be raining yeah. or it just might be gloomy, or you might necessarily think it's dangerous. Mm. Like that I mean, means for if we've got kids and that sort of stuff, you don't want them outside at certain times or doing certain things. Whereas in Ghana, like when you like, even in the morning, yeah, you can't you can't even stay in bed. <laughs> it's so hot you, you just want to get up you want, you want to, to seize, get up you want to seize the day and the sun and the sun wakes you up 6am the sun is yeah. out you know yeah. depending on where you're living you may even hear some you know cockles or whatever it is waking yeah. you up you understand that yeah you just feel happy sun hitting you with that vitamin D you're mm-hmm. waking up sun is shining you're feeling good you just want to get up and start yeah. your day yeah Mm. Whereas, like a lot of times here in the mornings yeah it's quite hard to get up <laughs> and a lot of people yeah. would relate to that is it's quite difficult to get up. Yeah, I guess so. It's quite difficult to get up in the morning in the UK, I guess. I mean, in other countries, I guess, in Europe. But yeah, that's the thing of Ghana. I mean, Ghana can be whatever you want it to be. You understand? Um, 
you can live stress-free and then have to worry about certain bills mm. especially if you have your own place um, you may have to worry about a mortgage especially if you have your own place mm-hmm. you understand um, mm-hmm. there's no real reason to kind of you know worry in God because yeah. everything's usually taken care of the thing is like there are there are like to be fair, there are worries for some people. You can turn like, this down? You can turn the AC down? You good? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm you good. good. I'm good. Right, yeah. cool. There are some worries, yeah, for... Are you cold? I'm, I think I'm a little bit cold. Ah, I said that. Yeah, there are some worries for some people. Like, um, There were people in Ghana that, like, obviously when I was in school and that sort mm. of stuff, there were people that I've met, people I came across, yeah, like, their lives are not as fortunate. Yeah. So there are like well, some people see it as some people find Ghana stressful. They find it in that, like there are people that feel that way. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but true. True. in the end of the day, like yeah. if you are in a fortunate position, it gives us a chance to make some sort of a difference. Mm. Uh, Ghana does have an increase in middle class. Yeah, when I was in when I went to school in Ghana, mm-hmm. if I saw a dog, it was usually a guard dog or just a guard dog, like for a house. Now I'm going to Ghana. I'm seeing people walking poodles and that sort of stuff. <laughs> things are really changing here. Things are changing, yeah. This is so sort of mad. There's a lot more pets. I mean, yeah. there's a lot more people taking on pets in Ghana. Yeah. As well, I mean, dogs, dogs, cats, whatever you name it. Um, they used to be kind of like just security. Because mm. in Ghana, they tend to get pets for security, right? Yeah. Like, watch, you got watch man, watch yeah. dog, all that yeah. stuff. I mean, I've got, I've got, um, you know, family in Ghana with. Killer, killer dogs, killer dogs in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the airport, in the airport, yeah. my family of killer dogs. You, yeah, you get there. If you jump over the fence, it's a wrap. So yeah, it's a wrap, especially yeah. after midnight. It's a wrap. So don't go there. <laughs> right? They're not even. They, 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 those dogs are not there. Like they're not there to be friendly. Yeah. The only person that can deal with the dog is the is the watch is the watchman. That's the, it. Yeah. The, 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 the person that looks there. The watch. Yeah. The person that looks after the um, gate when you come yeah. in and out. He's the only person the dog will not eat. That's the thing, yeah. Even the people who own the house, yeah, it's dicey for them. They don't really know. <laughs> you know. And it takes a level of training to to, to, to get there, actually. Oh, of course. So, yeah. So, I think, um, I mean, that's the thing, James. I mean, that's one good thing. Um, you know, I like talking to you because one, re- one good reason why I like talking with you because I think we got a lot of common, I mean, not just the same university and being from Ghana, mm-hmm. but I think we both have, we've both had similar backgrounds and you both, you know, spent our younger years living in Ghana. So we've both seen how Ghana's changed, you mm-hmm. know, from when, what it was in the past to what it is now. Mm-hmm. And we have a greater appreciation and understanding of that yeah. as well. Um, so I think that's something that we can both bring to the table. Oh, 100%. Um, I'll, say, I'll say one thing that we both have is a vision. Mm. And I think that's the main thing that I'll point out. Here. I think the vision is the main thing because um, having that kind of um, optimism is the only thing that's going to make any difference and the only thing that's going to lead the country to well not lead but just move the country to um uh it's promise where, where, where we want it to be isn't it yeah where everybody wants it to be um myself when i went to Ghana, when i went to school in ghana mm-hmm. at the age of 13 that yeah. was the first time i ever went to ghana yeah so i was before that i was very it's very uk like that makes sense. Yeah. Same. Same here. Yeah. I did. So, the, so if you think about it, the relationship between myself and my parents, yeah, know, was very different because I didn't understand how they schooled. I didn't understand how. Like, do you know what I mean? There's mm. a huge disconnect. So, yeah. if they're telling me, "Oh, do this, like, study or do this," yeah. like, I'm just thinking, 
my friends don't do that. Do you know what I mean? And if I didn't go, I don't know what direction I would be in now. Mm. If that makes sense, because it did let me know the importance of a lot of things. Yeah, and it definitely improved the relationship between myself and my parents. Without yeah. a fact, no, without a doubt. So, not without a fact. <laughs> do you think were you were you kind of spoilt before you went to Ghana? Did Did you have that kind of experience where I mean, like me, mm. definitely up on my hand up and say, but before, prior to moving to Ghana. I was spoiled. Um, I had a saying. I wasn't really st- a studious person. Mm. I wasn't into. Mm. I wasn't very academic, etc., mm. etc. When I came out from Ghana, I was very academic. Mm. Um, you know, well taught with manners. You know, mm. very well disciplined. Mm. How would you say that? I wouldn't use the word um, spoiled. Yeah, because I still had a lot of morals, if that makes sense. Mm. But I was a lot more rebellious. Mm. So, so yeah, same. Yeah, same, same. do you know what I mean? So I was, um, I would say, going to Ghana was probably before I was going to Ghana. I was probably at a crossroads in my life where I was probably choosing: am I going to be fully rebellious, mm-hmm. or like, what, like I don't know. I, I I don't know what the other side. I didn't know what the other side was then. I just thought, am I going to be fully rebellious? I'm going to be the dad. Yeah. I started noticing that you get to school and you start noticing that, you know, different things, how people are behaving, how people carry themselves. <laughs> thinking, oh, you know what? I could do that. I could do... You know what I mean? You start yeah, to notice yeah. things. Don't get yeah. me wrong. When I came back from Ghana, I wasn't an angel. Like, there's still mm-hmm. things that I did that, that I probably look back and thought, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And there's still things I did years after I look back and say, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. But it's a thing of, like, it created a limit. Mm. do you get what I mean so I knew that okay I'm not going that far that there's no way I'm going that far do you get where I'm coming from I get where you're coming from yeah so because I had that limit it enabled me to get to where I am now Mm. it enabled me to be in a position that I can the sky's the limit for me Mm. so you know like that's why I'm grateful for the experience as well like um, also I didn't know like, if you think about it, someone coming from the UK, I didn't know the prestigiousness of a school like in Fancy Pim. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just thinking that's just some school, you know? I'm yeah. not... I didn't... Yeah. I didn't. Well, I appreciated it when I got there. Like, I was yeah. proud and that sort of stuff. But, yeah. like, there was, an, there was an element of fear that I'm going there because it's a lot of that, you know what I mean? And at the same time as well, like, um, it's boarding school. Yeah. And, like, you know, you have to fend for yourself, all that sort of stuff. It was quite a struggle for my dad to actually just get me in there in the first place. So um, I didn't know, but I was excited to go because I'd never been. So I was still mm. excited. I was still like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready for the challenge. Let me just see what it's about. Okay, so you, with boarding school, because I know a lot of people, I mean, kind of, a lot of people from abroad or from UK, whatever, mm. they kind of... Um, hold back the thought of going to boarding school in Ghana because they hear these stories. For example, that was one mm. thing that kind of um, mm. repelled me away from it mm. and took me back to UK because I didn't want to get bullied. Mm. I didn't want to go through the whole chop box situation where, mm. <laughs> especially because there's no, there's no Ghana International, there's yeah. no Lincoln, there's no yeah. TIS. And, yeah. and I think I think we'll go into those schools a bit later on, actually. Nah, I, I, want to, I want to tell you this whole experience. Okay, man. all right. <laughs> Go on, go on. It's, I'll, I'll be real with you, man. Like, yeah, 
you're all in it together. Like, yeah. when you're there with your friends, you're in it together. Yeah. Like, you have your chop box, you got your trunk, you got your, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but... Your, 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 your bucket, like... <laughs> if I tell you, look, let me tell you. Okay, it, so it worked out for like, you, because I'm hearing stories that when you have your chop box, yeah. you know, your seniors are, are coming for your chop box. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Let's, let's, see, I didn't want that. All, 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 okay. All, okay. The, all the things that you've heard that happened, yeah, yeah. happened. <laughs> but it's not. It's not that bad. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. I mean, it was an experience. It was, a, it was still an experience. Yeah, it's, like people, people get scared about it and make it seem like it's it, like. If you see the way, like it's like what I was saying earlier. Yeah? If yeah. you see the way how other people handle it and how they how they do it, like, mm-hmm. like I mean, people are traumatized. People are just like, oh, do you know what I mean? You just get over it. Like it, just, it happens. You just get over it. Yeah. And like, them same seniors, yeah, they become your friends too. Yeah. Like you form a connection, and like, you you become friends with these people. Like, so as much as I do, like obviously at the time I'm, I'm coming from the UK, so. In the UK, we have... I wasn't that great at, like, bands when I was a kid, but compared to Ghana, yeah, like, Ghana have a different type of banner. So if you're able to bring in your UK banter as well... Yeah. Like, and you're... Like, because we... In, in the UK, we push the limits a bit more. Mm. So you go to Ghana and you're pushing the limits a bit more with these people. Yeah. Like, they're laughing their head off. They're thinking, well, this guy's cheeky, but yeah. they rate it. They and rate it, yeah. It, it it gets you places. It gets you. It, it gets you through like certain seniors that they start to think, okay, cool, this guy's okay. alright. Okay, so is that what you're doing, kind of like um, in senior secondary school? So bringing kind of like your kind of UK kind of background to to the whole thing, and it's, people were appreciating it. And if anything, it was giving you props. It's, it's who I am. It was. It, it it's, was giving you. It's who I am. So the, the thing is, is that they. There's obviously times where it doesn't give me props. There's obviously times where people are like, oh, no, nah, you know. There's obviously times where it'd be a bit, you know. But all in all, yeah. it probably made, like, my experience a lot easier than a lot of people there. Like, there's people I've spoken to afterwards, and they're like, oh, it was easy for you in school. They left you, they treated you nice because you're from London. <laughs> like, a lot of people said that to me before. But yeah. compared to someone that, like... Like compared to someone that's never been to school like that, and mm. they just went in there like that, mm. all the same experience. I do. Some people won't be able to handle it as well. Let's be real. Some people won't. But when you get used to it, and you get to stride of it. Yeah, you, you can. Nah, it's fine, man. It's fine. <laughs> like, people need to start worrying. Okay. I'm just oh, saying. All right. So okay. So fun. so the boarding school experience in yeah. Ghana is is not as crazy as what people make made it out to be no, maybe maybe, maybe in it's the crazy. past you know what okay it's, it's crazy it's changed, okay. it's changed. It it's changed. Yeah. do you think it's got better or has it got worse do you think um so what's funny yeah, the last time I went to Ghana yeah, yeah. I told the guy look take me to my school let me just go around and see yeah. is it yeah, okay yeah, yeah. So, let's see. so I went in there and when I, was this when oh, was this this was um last year so 2019 yeah 2019 um oh. April okay yeah and I just went there and I I just see the kids from my dormitory, yeah, just outside, yeah, sitting on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just like, I, just, I, I don't know, I said something to them. I was like, oh, what's going on? Like, just open the window. They were like, hey, Sammy, give me money, give me money. Like, like that's like a busted joke, innit? And I was just thinking, rah. It's still it's the, accent, the same. Yeah. Is it the accent? No, no it's not. The, just the, the just, bands. They just the, know. They, when they say give me money, they just don't the really mean it. They just, yeah, they just, they're just yeah. playing, innit? They just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but they, they, they still. Like it's the same. It's the you know same what I mean? It's yeah. like 
the essence is still yeah. there. It's like they yeah. like yeah. I, what I can see from them yeah, is I can see the camaraderie mm. between the between those kids that were there. Yeah. And the thing is that I see them and I see their kids, but when I was there, I thought like it, it didn't look like the, the, I, mean, I didn't feel like everybody were kids. This is weird. And like can see that they're still having jokes like people do stuff like they're out there like probably people probably rapping and joking and after some mm. people get basketball and play basketball out there or some people get something to play football do you mm. know what I mean or they're just chatting or just you know talking about things or just you know like laughing at each other someone's like just joking on each other do you know what I mean teasing each other and they're just doing the same things mm. and just seeing the vibe yeah, and seeing them kids doing that I just thought wow Wow. <laughs> like, it was so nostalgic because that like, things are just they're still the same, man. They're still the same, and it was it was it was good to see, man. So okay, wow, okay. And yeah. um, what was your favorite experience about being in boarding school in Ghana? Would you say it's like pre pre? Would you say like it's like a different kind of uni experience because you're yeah. you're away from parents, everything? Very different to the uni experience. Mm. Um. In uni, yeah, you have student loan. Yeah, <coughs> you can work if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 have everything. If yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas out there, like you have to fetch water. So okay, so it's one of those ones, yeah. Yeah, like you have okay. to. Like, okay. And I was on the third floor. <laughs> so if you imagine it, I remember when if I first went there. The car- so did you have the? Um... Did you have dumb ones? Like, no, not have dumb ones. Like. No, my parents are old, isn't it? So yeah. no, my dad's old. So mm. like in his days, I don't think they had plastic buckets or they were okay. called like that. So they actually the pans. So right? you gave me a metal bucket. The pans. Was no, it the pans? No, I wasn't even a pan. It was just a metal bucket. Metal bucket. Yeah, wow. a bucket okay. was metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm out there carrying a metal bucket. Yeah. yeah. Three floors. A metal bucket. Don't get me wrong. It probably yeah. made me strong. Yeah. I was about to say that. Well, like, <laughs> we can't take those moments for granted, man. It yeah. probably made us strong. You know what I mean? After a while, I thought it was calming. I wasn't even complaining about it, you know. I thought this is just it. Like, it's okay. I, I, after a while, it started to become easier. I was actually becoming stronger. Mm. And a plastic bucket was nothing to me. Wow. But like that stuff, yeah. Like you no, know, like it's not. It's not easy, isn't it? Like I'm. I'm gonna keep it real. It's not it's easy. Not easy no. But the hardness, yeah, is. Like, I say you talk about the best times, isn't it? Yeah. So we used to do things like um, it's like someone would have rice. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, and like they'll put it in a big container, yeah, yeah, and they'll give it to like a master's wife or something like that, isn't it? Like yeah. one of the teachers' wives or something like that, mm. and they'll cook the rice and put it in a container, and then what happens is everybody comes and they put some ingredients into this rice, yeah. yeah. So you mix up the ingredients, yeah. You can't eat unless you contribute. Wow. So everyone will come and contribute. So someone might contribute some like meat. Someone will contribute some whatever. You know, okay, I like that. Or whatever. Yeah. So if you put it in, make a proper like rice. Rice. We used, yeah. used to call it rice chook. Yeah, rice, rice chook. Yeah, make a rice. proper rice chook, and we'll all just sit down and eat together. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They play like if someone like people used to like rig the light. Yeah, and they'll they'll rig it and they'll put some wire into it into like a radio. Yeah, and they'll play some music or something like that. Yeah. So we'll have music playing oh, whilst no we're way. eating rice, children. No you know I mean, yeah, like it was. We were very, we were very, like, we were resourceful, man. Yeah, you can make yeah. anything from anything. Like it was just, it was just like that. That's like, the thing. Yeah, and it was. Imagine we, we lived on minimal budgets. See, that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing with boarding school in Ghana. Like, um, 
you have to kind of improvise, don't you? You mm -hmm. need to improvise with what you have, and you know, once your chop box supply is gone, that's yeah. it. And unless you you're able to get access to a shop, or unless you're, you're praying for a visit, you're praying for a visit. For a visit, yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard. It's a special. That's oh my I've gosh, yeah. I always got visits, yeah, mm. at the right times. So I can't explain it. Like we'll get to a point where things are dire, mm. and all of a sudden, I'll get a visit that I wasn't expecting. And be like, like, wow, God's really blessing me right now. <laughs> this is, uh, this is once, once you need it the most, then that's when you know you get that that refill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh so how does days. it work? Do they do they come with another box or do they just refill your box? It's, with what? It's bring you surprise. It's bring you surprise. Supplies, yeah. And the thing is, like, um, when I first got to Ghana, yeah. like, I didn't really get to meet a lot of my family. Mm. So a lot of them were just like turning up. To school to, to 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 see me, and I I had never like met this person before. Okay, so all oh, right, yeah, and it was like oh wow, like yeah yeah, and like I really got to see, I got to see how privileged I am in a certain way. Mm. So I got to see that um after when I, when I got to school, so yeah, it it kind of changed me in a way. I started to like act a bit more responsible because mm. I okay I have to you know what I mean I have to you know like um I'm I, I, like. I come from a very, very big family. Mm. Very big family. Mm. My mum's um, father, mm. um, he had about 16 children. 16 yeah, children? about 16. My gosh. Yeah. And my dad's father, he's in the late 20s. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, in wow. the late 20s. Well, my mum's my, my father was um that he was a chief mm -hmm. so when he came to visit me he had like all the like chief outfit and okay. came like with, with, with my aunties was and, it drawing a lot of attention ah drew, drew, drew so many so much attention I didn't, I didn't someone came people came for me immediately yeah they came for me immediately oh, immediately they're thinking you know what they're actually kind of pissed yeah. But I didn't know. Really I thought yeah. if anything, they'll be there, like, okay, let's let's rob this guy. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 like, that. yeah. like that. But like I didn't really care because okay. I was just so proud if that oh, makes sense. Okay, so you're you're more kind of you know, caught up in the in the proud moment than rather yeah. like rather than yeah. kind of worrying, okay, what are these guys gonna do to me as a yeah. result? Yeah, I would have been worried about that before it happened. Okay. But when it happened, when you're sitting down there and you've had for so many weeks with no visits. Yeah. And like <laughs> you, your chop box is almost empty. <laughs> you're almost out of money. And yeah. like you're thinking, well, how am I going to survive the next few months? You know? Yeah. Then you get a visit from your granddad in chief outfit, looking like a proper chief. Like, you know, my granddad's a shanty as well. Mm. And that's like the only part of my family that's a shanty. Yeah. So it, it, it just gave me a certain pride and I just thought wow like do you know what I mean wow mm. I just thought wow and like um, it's the pride was so high that I didn't really care what anyone was going to do to me after I didn't really give a damn that like, if anyone came from me I, I really just didn't care <laughs> do you know, like, yeah. that's a good feeling that's yeah. a good feeling you just gotta let it you just let that all go at that point yeah yeah wow yeah, okay. that was lovely um, yeah. but what do you call it um, mm. like that was a good moment yeah. um but like um, who else? So saying different things. So I got lots of visits from other parts than that, from my family and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I haven't even said this. My my father is full fancy. Okay. So his dad was um his dad was a diplomat. Mm. So he was the ambassador for Ghana 
in Israel. Wow. And um, I think in China. China? Yeah. Oof. But I think it was just for um, the capital, Peking, Beijing at the time. Mm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he, he was the ambassador there. <clears throat> um, he, his brother as well, his twin brother was the ambassador here. Mm. Yeah. It was, I think he was the first one. Okay. Um, but it wasn't like the Ghana it was a Gold Coast ambassador isn't Gold it Gold Coast ambassador oh so back back when it was called the Gold Coast yeah okay. before like just before independence before, yeah just before independence yeah, yeah. so um, he a grandfather's twin brother yeah, yeah. Um, before he died yeah, yeah one thing he used to do he used to call the house yeah and when he called the house that these days we didn't have like the house phones where you like you, you know what I mean? Where, yeah. you, where you walk around the house with a house phone because the house phone where you have, it's got a wire yeah. and you have to stay by the phone when, when you answer, you know? Yeah. And when he did this, yeah, like he would be talking for ages to the point where we're thinking, oh, <laughs> do you know I mean? You have to get a seat. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more miles yeah. right then. Yeah. None of these. <laughs> yeah, none of those. Yeah. And I didn't understand the significance of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was actually telling me about like the founding of Ghana, he was telling me about Ghana, like he was just, he was telling me about family, he was telling me about everything. He was just trying to make sure that he was offloading all the knowledge that he mm. has onto me okay. and my, my, my siblings. Mm-hmm. And that was very valuable for me. And I never understood the value until after he passed. But that's an example of just like my upbringing when it comes to Ghana and the way in which I have always seen things in a mm. sense. Um, I didn't appreciate it at the time, obviously, yeah. but I I would kill to have another conversation with him and to hear that again, if that makes sense. Man. So it was that. Then um, my dad's... So that's my dad's family. Like That's what yeah. they're like, isn't it? And mm. also um, his... My dad's cousin as well. Wow. Is, um, my dad's cousin was um, uh, um, Mugabe's first wife. No way. Yeah, his <laughs> first cousin. Wow. Yeah. So what's her name? Um, what's her name? Uh, Sally Hayfront. Sally Hayford. Hayfront. Hayfront. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's very wives political. How did he have Mugabe? Two. Two wives. Yeah. So okay. after she died, okay. Um, in '92, mm. he got married to the latest wife. The latest wife. Yeah. Okay. He had. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, look up on that just read oh, look up in the later. we'll put this in the show notes guys so you guys can look up as well cool Mad. Okay. so that's why politically that's why when I was, even when we were talking earlier about politics mm. I've always grown up um, being aware of politics and politics has always been something on my mind it's always been something that I've studied it's always been something that's been a conversation in my house yeah so I pay attention to that, like right now as Ghana is going into the like the election and that sort of stuff. Yeah. I pay close attention to what's going on. And I feel like it is very exciting how people are very enthusiastic about the elections in Ghana right now. Mm. There are many other countries that have just had elections and not having elections and that we haven't heard anything mm. about it from the diaspora or anything like that. Yeah. But the Ghanaians are just talking about it on a constant basis. Like I get a message from my aunties and on a regular basis of different propaganda from each party. So, <laughs> do you know, it's just yeah. funny. I think know. right now, um, I mean, as we're recording this in September 2020, uh, we're getting um, uh, clouded by, you know, COVID-19 yeah. and the US elections. Yeah. What's happening over there? 
yeah and maybe maybe a little bit of brexit stuff here mm-hmm. quite recently which has emerged mm-hmm. um so unless you're really on top of your ghana ghana news or you're in ghana at the moment you're not really going to get a lot of you know the uh, ghana election action because it's just so much distractions right now going mm. on mm. yeah um well it's true um <laughs> that's very true but what i would say yeah is um on social media, mm. I know a lot of people follow like Pulse Ghana and um, like BBC Pigeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that existed. That's it's good. <laughs> it's alright. BBC, 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 BBC Pigeon. Pigeon. Is that like a Twitter? Is that like a Twitter account? No, it's an Instagram account. So they got an oh, Instagram okay. account. Mm. They got a Facebook account. Okay. They got like they've got a page. They got an actual BBC page just for Pigeon. Wow. Yeah, they're just that's, literally that's they just talk pigeon on it. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, but the reason why they have it is because it's, what's weird is that who runs it? Nigeria, Ghana. Oh, obviously Nigeria. <laughs> of course, they're the things of pigeon, right? Yeah, I know, but Ghana is they're huge contributors, mm. huge contributors that they, they talk about Ghanaian topics on a regular basis all the time. Um, but like um, yeah, where was I going with that? So basically, yeah, in Ghana, yeah, like, when you're having conversation, even when I talk to my grandma. Mm. Like, I have to talk really slowly, yeah, or I have to break it into pigeon, yeah, or she won't understand what I'm saying. Dang, yeah, do you get what That's I mean? Because she's thing. old and her yeah. ears, you know what I mean? Like, is like they understand pigeon more than they understand just that the regular English. If you're talking to the regular person, if you're talking to someone that like, mm. travels a lot and like is really rich and that sort of stuff, yeah. really, you, yeah. is your grandma fancy? No, my grandma, my grandma, my fan, well, my dad's, Your dad's two parents fancy. are both fancy, isn't okay. it? But my mum's mum yeah. is in Zimmer. Okay. So Zimmer is in what, Zimmer is in what region? What region is that from? So it's Western region Western still. Western region, okay. Um, but it's, Secondly, area. Yeah, but it's like, it's further out. It's okay. like towards, going to, more towards Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast, yeah. Yeah. That's where, Ad is actually where um, Kwame Nkrumah's from. So Kwame Nkrumah's okay. in Zimmer as well. Okay. So in Zimmer. I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's still a can. It's still a can. Yeah. But it's not like a central Akan tribe, but it's okay. still in Kandra. So, they, so the Zimma language is still similar to Ken, but it's still quite different. So my grandma can speak it, my uncles and aunties from that side, they can all speak in mm. Zimma like well. And they're like cussing <laughs> me and they're like, hey, you don't speak any of Zimma anymore. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'll ever learn it. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think it'll be useful to me. I think the main ones in Ghana is is, is a Santi tree, Equiopium tree, English, and then yeah. Fanti, isn't it? Yeah, but I think those are really the I'll main languages. Maybe Ewa, but yeah, I would say I would say just the two languages. If you're on thing, it's probably the two languages that people just learn. Yeah, just be Chi or Ga. You know tree, I mean? Yeah, sorry, Ga. Ga. Ga is B. Yeah. Ga is bigger than Fanti. Yeah. It is actually. Yeah, Ga is bigger than Fanti. But the thing is, there's no point. That like, Fanti is good to know, but yeah. if you can speak Chi. Yeah, it's like, similar. It's very similar. Yeah, it's like, There's no need. Yeah. See what I mean? Need, yeah. But like I don't know. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, I'm trying to think of a reason. Like uh, any fancy that's listening to this would probably cuss the hell out of me for saying that, but uh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I mean just to kind of take me back, um, just kind of thinking about Who did you learn in school? What did I, who did I learn in school? No, in languages, because they, they must have tried to teach you, in Morning Star, they definitely tried to teach you a Ghanaian language, right? They did, yeah. Um, tree. Tree. So you, you have to choose between tree or Ghana, isn't it? I, I can't even remember, you know. I think it, there wasn't even an option. Oh, okay. I think there wasn't even an option. 
But the thing is, like, I heard that Ga is actually easier. Yeah. It's easier to learn in school. That's why people pick it a lot. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I, I think Ga is useful in Accra, isn't it, obviously? It's, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very useful in Accra. So in the terms of, like, um, if you're doing deals or you're doing something with Ga people around, you know, doing that, yeah, like, yeah. you understand what they're saying. You understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, But that's only useful in Accra, isn't it? Mm. Well, Cars the capital, so it's the capital. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, it's the name yeah. of this podcast. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> like lectures, <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, yeah, and you talk about, about your yeah. We're talking about lectures and so for yeah. me, yeah, I don't for any party. I don't really support any parties properly. Right now, I'll yeah. probably be tilting way more towards MPP because my uncle yeah. um, he's currently the MP for Second D. Is yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned this. You actually mentioned this the yeah. other day, actually. Yeah. And basically, you're saying is that if if his party doesn't win, he's out of a job. Um, no, I wouldn't say necessarily. They, they like it's very likely he'll win his seat. Let's, okay. let's be it's, it's very likely, mm. but it's just his seat. That like, obviously so he's, trying, he's, trying, to, he's trying to save his seat, isn't he? He's trying to save his seat. Isn't um, he? everyone is. Every <laughs> single like it's like so. Even in the elections here, in all elections, like um, every single MP. Yeah. So where we are right now we're in Wembley isn't it so I think the MP for uh-huh. here is either um, Dawn Butler or um, Barry Gardner okay how do you know all the MPs like <laughs> I told are you, you are you into politics yeah, that yeah, really yeah, okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah. Yeah. like that <laughs> yeah okay like that to know the local I mean I may know the local MP in my area but I don't tend to know it for like every single council or every single uh, I, I know the local MP wow. in my area. Okay, okay, man. I know the local MP in my old area. Like, <laughs> man, I actually, I actually, yeah. <laughs> actually met them and all that stuff. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? That's but yeah, awful. anyway, anyway, yeah, like, um, I'm just because I've got an interest in it too. Also, I also work in that, like, I work for a public relations company. Of course, yeah. I, I started off working in a public relations company and they offer public affairs mm. and that sort of stuff. Mm. So you do come across people that. Are within politics and that are around politics and that sort of stuff. Then yeah. that it it, it it keeps me abreast of what's going on. Okay. Um. I mean, it's I mean, politics is always it's, it's current affairs, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I can see why there is a kind of overlap. With of what course. You're doing. Of course. No, but um, I don't work in I'm, I'm my my person. I, I don't work in public affairs. I know you don't. But in the public affairs departments, yeah, yeah, that what they do is they help companies, um. I don't want to explain what public affairs is, but no. I just advise people to look and invite and look at what public affairs is because okay. it just give people a whole different perspective on what politics is and what politics is for. Yeah. So it'll make you understand like the system in which that we live in. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And rather than like, I don't know, some people fight against it, some people navigate with it, but. Just, I advise people to, um, to have a look at what public affairs is. Mm, okay, we'll we'll leave that to the guests to, yeah. to to do that. I'll put that in the show notes, and guests will have to. I mean, I mean, man, yeah, exactly. I said the guests. I mean, the audience. The audience. Well, there'll yeah, be a lot. There'll be a lot, lot of films. I'm going to say that people should look up to. That's just one. But yeah, yeah um, what were we, where were we? So we're talking about that. Um, yeah, so you're talking about yeah. So we're talking about uh, politics in Ghana before we we talked about politics in the UK. Mm. And then um, you were for MP MPP, right? Who's who's the MPP? Is it MPP? 
Yeah, MPP is what you call it. Um, Kofuado. Kofuado. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's his party, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and before, that was NDC. Before, it was Kofor. That was Kofor's party. No, no. We, Kofor was MPP. Was he MPP? Yeah. And, and, what, and what's uh, Kofuado? I know, Kofuado was um, MPP too. Okay, but but Kofor was he was NDC was he? No, no he was MPP as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's from the same party. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both from the same. Kind yeah, of same party. party as Kofor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about Harlem, man? I mean, uh, he's, he's trying. He's trying to come back, isn't he? Yeah. Um, because like yeah, yeah, obviously they had the reputation they called him Mr. Dumso, yeah. <laughs> which means light off. By That's it. Yeah. 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 But like. A, he did do a lot of inf- like he did build a lot of infrastructure around Ghana during his time. Like, um, Muhammad. Yeah, like yeah. I think there was a lot of highways that were built over his time, isn't it? Mm. So when I went to Ghana and I saw like some of the highways, especially the one by Bowie and that sort of stuff, yeah, I just thought, wow, like this is this is different, like yeah. it's different. But there yeah. were just some things that I just that just didn't make sense. I don't like the Ghana highways because like. Especially when they put the zebra crossings. That's I was hate just most. about to say that. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. When I said some things that didn't make sense, I was about to say, on the highways, there's zebra crossings. Yeah. Yeah. But what was meant to happen is they had someone... This is likely, isn't it? I'm not saying it's true. Yeah. I'm not saying it's true. So that's I'm right. not accusing anybody before. Right. But it's likely that the budget that was given to them, mm-hmm. yeah, there was meant to be an overpass. Mm-hmm. But that money, someone took it pocketed it and they just put a zebra crest in there instead I mean it's likely isn't it likely this is so bad man this is so <laughs> yeah, bad. I'm glad you got this in video I'm glad we're doing this video in season 2 so you can see my face this is that's it well, this is it? absolutely not but I, I can't say it happens for sure oh, you gosh, know? It's allegedly the infrastructure that's another thing that we could talk about because mm-hmm. this is not the first time I've heard these stories mm. right you said you know this is what tends to happen in Ghana, ladies and gentlemen, for people that don't know. Uh, the Ghana government will put out a tender, a a uh, contractor will, will go forward, they will win the tender, and then rather and then what they will do is they get assigned to do X amount of work. They will only do maybe ten or twenty percent of the work mm. just to show they've done something and then run and run away with the rest of the money. Mm. This is why Ghana is not where it needs to be, especially maintenance. In infrastructure. Maintenance is terrible certain times. Maintenance. So bad. Yeah. Like, so bad, but it presents an opportunity because mm. if somebody can actually do maintenance I talked to a friend about this, yeah. Yeah. And if someone can actually sort that out and do some kind of maintenance, especially yeah. for people who value maintenance. It can make money. It can make some serious money. Yeah. Serious money. Serious money, yeah. I'm not going to say what my friend's idea was, but... That's fine. That's like, fine. Yeah. Keep, keep your friend's it, ideas he, to, to, yeah. to yourself. He mentioned some things that were just really... <laughs> I thought, wow. If yeah. someone does that, they're going to make serious money. But it's coming back to what I was going to talk to you about, yeah, um, which is the African dream. Yeah. So what I see the African dream is, yeah, mm-hmm. so is go to Africa spot a problem solve it mm. and make a fortune doing it mm. that's what the African dream is in my head wow because there are so many problems that can be solved and you can make money solving those problems mm. like I'm not saying there are there are bin men in Ghana there are bin men that exists yeah but if somebody wanted to make a premium bin removal company yeah and they had people on their list saying look let me go to your house I'll collect your bins just leave them outside we got them for you every Wednesday 
That's us. Yeah. yeah. Someone created a business doing that, and then people paid them money whenever they did it. They would make a lot of money in Ghana. A lot of money. There is a there is a bin collection yeah. service in Ghana. Yeah, I, I mean, get bin collection to my apartment. I get, yeah, yeah, I get bin collection. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, like a private one. Oh, okay. I mean. I think it is private, but it probably yeah, not. It's probably not. It's probably not as. I mean, they're getting better actually, because yeah. they used to be quite bad. Like they used to like you know, you know, not, not come on a regular basis mm. or not come on time, whatever. But yeah. yeah, there's actually yeah. I mean, you do have garnered bin collection services out there. But I mean, it could it could be better. Yeah, yeah. Be better. I'm not. The thing yeah. is that that's just an idea. That many ideas that I probably say, okay. probably someone's already doing. Yeah, that that's just. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're, you're not fast enough, though. if you're not fast enough, yeah, somebody would do it. That's it. It's just that real. Yeah, I mean, what, what did my cousin teach me the other day? Um, there's a book. <laughs> it made me laugh, but I mean, he he basically told me this quote. I went mad. I think the, the I think it's the fast eat the slow or something like that. <laughs> something like that. The fast eat the slow stuff. I can't remember. I'll find a few I sent to you. The far, I'll put I'll put the link in the show notes, guys. I think it's called. I think the quote is. There's a book called. I think the fast eat the slow, something like that. The fast eat the slow. Eat the slow. Yeah. Oh wow. Basically, just showing you. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's that's a. Even, that's it's a next level. <laughs> it's basically just. It's basically just, just. Just so. Just. Just telling you how if you don't if you're not quick enough. Mm. You'll get the feed by competition. Yeah, essentially, that's what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the, the fastest wins. It. Yeah, it's, it's the fastest. The first one in wins. Hands uh, uh, down. Another conversation I was having here. Yeah, um, a lot of the reason why Ghana is in a way it is is because the stakes that people have in certain things. Yeah. So, for example, yeah, like Ghana is very privatized, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So, like. When it comes to a bus system, yeah, yeah, like they tried the bus system, yeah, and it didn't really work, yeah, because mm. people just get the chores instead. Okay. Oh, you mean the? Okay. So, are we talking about the um the green Chinese buses or? The, um, I'm, at one point the, when I was younger, yeah, the they state had like, buses, like the problem, not the chores, um, STC. Yeah, yeah, not not ST. Okay, okay. Oh, right. So you're oh. talking about the, no, the no, coaches. No. I'm talking about coaches. both. I'm talking about STC. Okay, and trotters, because All right. the average Ghanaian in a day to day. Yeah, the way they travel around Ghana. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they were, I'm, I'm not talking about rich people. I'm talking about just the average normal person. They're taking those trotters. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that's how they will get to and for work because yeah. trotters will get you there quickly. They will drive. Over the gutter, they'll drive wherever they'll drive with the thing, they'll break all the laws. I love, I love the chaos of chochos. Have you sat on the chocho before? Have you, yeah, I have, I have, I have. Nice, nice, nice. I tried to, you're not that prideful. No, because I, I, I was prideful. I was, I was prideful. I was prideful. <laughs> I was definitely, but then my, my dad yeah. made me get on the chocho, say, Adrian or yeah. Papa, yeah, you have to learn how to get a chocho and yeah. take it yourself, yeah. because you know, XYZ, yeah. And at first, I was my like, mum did what that. I need this for. But then yeah. I, I don't. When I look back, I'm so grateful yeah. because now I'm now to kind of like navigate. Yeah. Like, I cry if I needed to. Yeah. Not that if, I, yeah, I can't remember last one thing. Yeah. Not that one thing. If if it was a last, but, if it was a last resort. Yeah. I mean, it's an option. For me. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I've done it before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's an option for me. Now, yeah. wrote, there was a point. There was a point where I thought I'm not touching. I'm not getting on a trotter. I'm not doing <laughs> it. Like I know exactly what you mean, but yeah. I had After to. being on one, yeah, I remember, like, even when I was on it, yeah, my knees were like, <laughs> against the, like, like I couldn't even fit my knees tall. up against the thing. Yeah, because you're tall, yeah. I'm, I'm tall. I'm not that tall. Yeah. Yeah. If I was really tall, yeah, tall. that would have been mad. Yeah, but it was 
Like, when I say I'm not that tall, I mean, like, in the sense that, like, come on, man. Like, how can you be that small? Like, how, how can you get me some leg room in there? Because, yeah. you, know I mean? you know, I mean, Ghanaian <laughs> men, typically, um, the, the national Ghanaian men tend to come across a bit short. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think our average height of Ghanaian maybe like 5'7 or something. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we can be quite short Ghanaian. We're not like it's tall. True. We're not really that tall in it's average. True. So It's true. But it is, yeah, like... I don't want to talk about trotters like um like talking about trotters like there's some what do you call it um some museum experience here makes yeah. us feel makes us sound so spoiled. But but I mean it's it's but it's it's, 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 a, juice, it's, it's, it's a crow. Yeah. I mean it's, it's part yeah. of what makes a crow, you know what I mean? It's like, true. Tr- tr- I mean I'll tell you one thing though, yeah, that, that is bougie about me, yeah. Yeah. Right now, yeah, I would avoid Makala and Kaneshi Market at all costs. I would avoid them. What, right now or just in general? No, right now. Like, no, the way I am now. That's something that's a bit bougie about me at this moment in time. My, my mum was at Metal a couple of days ago. Why yeah. right now? I just don't like them. It's just too much. It's just... Who? Who's them? I don't like the, the markets. Oh, the markets? Them, yeah, I don't like the markets. The market chaos is too much Yeah, yeah, yeah it's too much okay. it's have you, much But have you learned how to adapt to the macro? The macro market experience, guys, if you've not been to macro market, like, obviously, you need to experience it. Yeah. It's a chaos. It's, it's a nice, it's a, lot. it's a beautiful chaos. When I, when I, when I was younger, I but you have to be careful because yeah. there's quick, there's quick pocket, pickpocket, pickpocket there and stuff like that. It's all of that, all of that. Yeah. When I was younger, yeah, like it was okay. Like I'll be taken by my auntie and my uncle, and I follow them. We'll go and do stuff, and I see them do their thing. Yeah, and I'm just a kid, isn't it? It's like, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, like, it's different. I remember, like, when I went, I took a STC, mm-hmm. or I think STC or VIP, yeah. <laughs> and it took me back yeah okay and i was in Kaneshi market yeah okay at night yeah, yeah. which is not far from where bosioka yeah and like the area yeah like at night you could just see like people still selling things and that sort of stuff yeah and there's huge rats yeah that go down like the the gutters it's just oh and i'm just looking at it thinking okay. and the noise Okay. Like the person there go, that granny, that granny, that granny, that granny, that granny, that granny. I'm thinking, I really don't want to be here right now. You're just there thinking, this is just metal. And you're so tired from sitting yeah. in that bus like, the whole time. It's just like, yeah. this is just not, this yeah. is not an experience. It's not yeah. nice. But at the same time, I say it's not nice, yeah. It's an experience that everybody has to go through. It's experience, man. You, you it's have necessary, to. man. It's necessary. You, if you, you want to experience. feel like you're, if you want to call yourself a true gunning, you have to be you have to, to. But you know, go on try try. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. do if you go to Macalow Market. You know, things like that. Things mm-hmm. that the average Ghanaian does. You need to be able to do those things to truly call yourself a Ghanaian. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But I will avoid it if I, I have to. That's the point. I'm Fair making. enough. Yeah. If I have to, enough, yeah. If I don't have to avoid it, yeah. If I have to do it, yeah. It's not. It's, it's on the table, isn't it? Yeah. It's not something that I'm it's not, not going to do. Need to do. Yeah. yeah. It's not something that I'm not going to be. Like, I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm not too. Big, I'm not too good for it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But uh, if I if I can get around it, Macula <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is uh, it's, it's, it's definitely something else. I mean, the chaos is is wonderful, but you need to be careful that obviously no one next next your money or mm. or anything like that. It's quite funny because you all get people trying to sell, like really, really sell to you. Mm-hmm. You thought, I mean, we could talk about street hawkers in a bit. Um, you know, I, I always come back to this article I wrote about street hawkers, how like their back is against the wall mm. when they're trying to sell because they're, mm-hmm. they're fighting for their lives. But when you go to Macula Market, yeah, you meet more than the street hawkers. You meet 
people that are really, 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 really trying to push. Because mm. you could be in the same area and there's all these people saying they're sending the same stuff to you. Yeah. They all come up to you. Mm. And then literally, like, you go to this person and then you see their product and then maybe they don't have the price you want and you go to the other person. Mm. And then while you're talking to the other person, the other person will come over to you and be trying to sell you yeah, the yeah. same thing. 